Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast where we provide nourishment for the soul, allowing you to transform from the inside out, providing rapid results in mindset and fitness so you can recharge your battery and reclaim your power. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, and I'm so glad that you are on Power Blast podcast today where we provide nourishment for the soul, allowing you to transform from the inside out, providing rapid results in mindset and fitness so that you can recharge that mental and physical battery of yours and reclaim your power. And today I have a special guest on here, my friend, Cassie Steele. She's a mom of four, a dance fitness instructor, a coach, an author. She's, she even has a cookbook out. We didn't even get to talk about that today. Um, but seriously, you are going to absolutely love our chat today because you're gonna get you're gonna gain insights into your own thinking and your purpose. And believe I when we dug into this today, um, you're gonna get some amazingly simple action steps. Uh, she even expands on an awesome book list or uh, some recommended books that you can do to really tap into your power and go all in on yourself and your goals. So let's get to that interview. Hey there, Cassie Steele. Welcome to Power Blast Podcast. So glad to have you on. We've talked about this for a while. How are you today? Oh my gosh, I am fantastic, Perry. And it's so good to be here. I've, I've been excited to do this since we first met because we talked about it, like I think at our first meeting even. Yeah, yeah, we were, um, yeah, interesting thing. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the, the crew here. Um, Cassie and I, we were part of, I want to say, call it my, a mindset manifestation group, but really it was like inner transformation. There, there were so many things to it, so many elements that we learned about ourselves. Um, and one of the cool things with this community was we, we got, you know, as we we're getting a coach certification, we got to take turns coaching each other and Cassie and I jumped on a call and then it was like this instant connection. Me too. That's the, the sort of thing that we could totally relate. <laughs> and one of the things that Cassie says to me is, I don't know when it's going to happen, but when the timing's right you will reach out to me and you'll have me as a guest on your podcast. <laughs> and, oh, I totally forgot about that. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. And so, you know, and then I went back to those notes, you know, cause you're, when you're coaching, you want to mm -hmm. take some notes, you know, about people's stories, uh, things they are going through things that somebody might say, and you can help coach them through or maybe uh, listening to just some words, whatever it is. So th that was what I was looking at today. And I thought, wow, what, what, what are some of the cool things that we talked about then? And just even before this call, you were talking about you, you even had some bigger transformations. And this is like back in August. So we're as of this recording, it's the end of March. And what is that, you know, five, six months that have yeah. gone by that's like, oh, my gosh, lots of things have happened. But Cassie, Cassie, would you just go through and just kind of maybe share your journey, you know, and, and some of the things that, that you know, I talk, we talk about mindset and fitness and both of both you and I are in that space. Mm -hmm. Also, um, you know, I, I it, in the intro here, I'm talking about your mama four, you're an awesome parent, you're a coach, you're an author, you've written a book, right? Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. So, so really cool things, but what are some of the things that, you know, just pops into your mind as you're trans, even just this transformation you were talking about, you, you grew up in Colorado and there was formative years and other things. What, what would you like to share on some of those things, your journey? 
Well, it's funny because when I was reading through our messages and you had said, um, you know, put my story in there and I was thinking, oh gosh, how do I do my story in like less than three to five days? <laughs> like I, my, my life is so, there's so many things that have happened over the years, but um, I, I literally like, I was like, okay, I was born in Boulder, Colorado in a blizzard on February 10th, 1981. And like, that was the first random thought that I had. And I was like, that's so strange. And then I started to think, so this is how my brain works. You're going to get, you're going to get a little intro into like how Cassie thinks, Okay. Um, because this is really actually going to help someone else who may have the same kind of brain where like, I literally have squirrel thoughts. So like, I will think about something, I'll follow the path, I'll research it. And then I'm like, wait, what was I doing? Mm -hmm. And then I remember why I researched that thing in the first place. And then I go back to it. Um, and what I've actually found out is that's kind of like an, an intuitive way of researching, an intuitive way of getting answers. I used to think it was like a super ADHD, like I was just distracted and I couldn't focus, but it's actually something that I've come to really enjoy and love about myself. So, um, so I, I was then led to look up, was there really a blizzard or did, was that just a story my parents told me? <laughs> so like I research it. Yes, there was the, like the coldest day on record was like the very next day after I was born. Yes, there was a storm and extreme weather um, notification or whatever, like there was, that was in the record. But like, I think the record of inches on the ground, and this is Boulder, Colorado people. So like Boulder, you get some serious snow, mm. like a third of an inch on the ground. So like, this is now leading me to wonder, <laughs> why uh, did my parents uh, say An that? entire one third of an inch? Yes. 0.37 inches. How did they make it out? I know. Like, Everything I was, was like, shut down, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, in Colorado. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because I tell people all the time, like, in Oklahoma, I'm so I'm now living in Oklahoma, and they would literally will shut down schools here if it's even, like, in the forecast. Like, it doesn't have to be snowing. They'll shut down the school. We don't even – it's, like, days. And so, like, in Colorado, like, we just – we walk to school in three feet of snow, I mean, I remember walking a mile to school. Like I literally was the kid that tells my parents or my a parent that tells my kids, I walked to school to and from a mile in a foot of snow every day. So you can't complain about going to school in the car. Like, I mean, I probably didn't, but I bet I probably did walk in some snow, maybe a third of an inch. Like it my probably parents. was a third. It was <laughs> probably that hazardous third of an inch that you right. dragged through. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and my mom, her 21 hours of labor, like she talks about her labor and how, how hard it was. But that, that is really where my story began is like entering into the conscious realm of the world. Right. So um, I think for me, transformation has always been happening. I've been really blessed to have parents who were actually in their spiritual transformation when I arrived on scene. So um, they probably weren't quite yet into understanding it and necessarily teaching it, but it was in the background of my life growing up the whole time. So I think I, I kind of had an, like an ahead, I got to be a little bit of a head because my subconscious mind, and I know we haven't, I don't know what you've talked about on your podcast as far as conscious, subconscious, I haven't dug but, uh, really deep into in, into that, but you know what? I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the old programming, the old thinking, the 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 stuff that we habitually do is under on the uh, you know underlying subconscious area, right? Yeah, subconscious yeah. so mind being the auto programming, like you get in yeah. the car, you drive to work, you don't think about where you're going because you know it's already processed. Yeah. So, like, I think 
in my mind that has really led me to a superpower today because it's already in there. So like, I'm just tapping into it from time to time. So it's really just a practice of becoming more in tune with that side of me and then reprogramming some of the bad habits I've created over the years. And I don't even want to call them bad. They're just less desirable. I'm replacing them with more desirable thoughts. Yeah. Different beliefs Uh, that you're like, you know what? I don't know. I'm questioning this belief. I'm going to create a new belief. And and so that's where you're tapping into. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we were talking a little bit about um, just, just prior to this. So I had actually gone back to Colorado last week. It was spring break. We thought we're going to take the kids. It's going to be fun. We're going to go skiing. We're going to do all these things. You're going to make them suffer through that third of an inch that might <laughs> right, yeah. that, that could be yes. in the forecast, right? And I think it did ra- It did snow about a third of an inch while we were there. Like it was, okay. kids were a little bit disappointed. They that got there their was taster. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we went back. We were helping my mom kind of move out of storage and she's moving to a new state in Idaho. Whoa, how right? cool is that? So crazy. She now lives in Salmon, Idaho. So we were helping her move out. And, and what I realized is being in a place that I grew up in, that was really super familiar, a place where I had a lot of subconscious thinking, a lot of automatic programming, Mm -hmm. all these memories from my past just popped up randomly. Like I would have these thoughts of like when I was a teenager, limiting beliefs, which was really crazy to me because I was like, oh, wow, that's where that came from. Oh, now I understand why I don't believe that I can make it in this area is because I, I thought that this was true. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of linking everything. And something that I've been doing since you and I have last spoken was really diving into the scientific part because I really love learning about the mind. Why does it do what it does? How does it do it? Not Not necessarily like processing, but like just this is what this thing is for, which makes this happen and rolls it out. But um, one of the things that I know to be true is the prefrontal cortex, the amygdala, all these things have like an alarm system built in for your safety. So when we have experiences, the prefrontal cortex will basically like, you know, if you panic, it, it opens up, it says, okay, flight, freeze, freeze, flight, or fight. And so most people nowadays, because of everything that we've gone through with pandemic, with everything that that we've experienced over the last, gosh, even 50, 60 years. I mean, there's just been so many things in this, in this time. Um, We're all kind of living in a freeze flight fight state. And so I've been trying to connect my spiritual work, my subconscious thinking, conscious thinking, all of those things to the scientific of why does our mind do what it does? And why can't some people have inner transformation, but some people can do it with ease. And so what I've realized is when you have a lot of trauma in your past, in your childhood, and trauma is not like, you know, you saw someone get murdered, you, um, you know, got in a bad car accident. It doesn't always have to be something super huge and dramatic. It can be something as simple as you were at a neighbor's house because your parents were not in town, or maybe they went on a date and you're at the neighbor's house and the neighbor's parents got into a fight and they had to call the police. Like little things that are that don't seem like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a big deal. Like if you they leave an impression of some sort, yes, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these little imprints on our life and we don't necessarily remember them, but somewhere it created us who we are today. Our, our brain created little, you know, firings of connecting. Well, if this happens, then I need to respond in this way. And so we don't know why we do what we do. And we don't really have to. So like, that's really what I'm coming to is 
we don't have to understand why our brain does what it does. We just have to understand how to correct it, which is where you and I come in, right? We both, Mm -hmm. that's our specialty is really moving the body and creating new thought patterns, creating new habits, and really stepping into a transformation of thoughts, you know, a transformation of having a new idea about yourself and how you can do it with ease because you can. I mean, some people say, well, I can't, I've done this forever. It's just a decision, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, and we, and I, I just did a masterclass on this last night you know, with, 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 uh, just to talk about these very things. Um, and it, you know, reprogramming that old thinking, it's not going to happen. It is a decision. Yeah. Um, but there, there'll be some, uh, repetition that needs to happen to end up replacing it. Reinforce it and, yeah. and, and, and there's some great tools and, and ways to do that. Um, but we were talking, it's like, gosh, was Cassie sitting in on my mask class last night? It's, it's because we were talking about this. And, That's this awesome. Not, maybe not the science of it all. And and I, th- I find that fascinating um, that you went down and you're researching. But yeah, I mean, just to know and uh, to even be aware of their, that you're having these beliefs or this w- this way of thinking, or even you know, it's interesting that you would you would mention the part where you when you went back to your old town. Mm-hmm. I feel that too. Um, sometimes, you know, even when it gets to be, um, um, just, in, you know, and I love going back, back home, but you hear certain things or certain events are happening or just the vibe, you just feel back in that time there. It's like, oh my gosh, I've, I've changed. I'm a little bit different, but I still yeah. feel that it all comes back. <clears throat> it's very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, um, and and so that that is interesting. You know, I'm sure many people feel that when they maybe go back to a reunion, you know, some yeah. of those things back in school, those very impressionable years of as you grew. If, if, if I was in the same city from grade school all the way through high school, so you know, mm. I, I know some people move all around and you know maybe don't have that same experience, but there are those impressions that happen, right? Yeah. Well, and and I'll give you a specific example that I'm hoping that some people can tap into. And this is actually something that I feel really passionate about talking about um, is I think a lot of moms have gotten in the habit of, and and I don't want to generalize. So I'm going to, I'm going to say for me um, about actually almost a year ago to the day. So in four days, I will have not had an alcoholic beverage. No, you know, I nothing that will alter my state of mind. I just, March 27th, 2022, I made a decision that I did. I'm not a drinker anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the decision was really kind of made because I wanted to see if it was something I was having a problem with. So when, when I test myself, I, and I don't even want to say it's a test. When I try something new, when I have an idea, I think to myself, okay, well, what would I do if I wasn't this person that I'm not necessarily enjoying So this is kind of the the route that we get people to where they need to be, right? Mm -hmm. If I want to be someone different, I have to first change my thinking. So what's my first, if I'm not a drinker and I don't drink anymore, what do I do instead when I feel at the end of the day, I need to relax. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with drinking. I'm not an alcoholic, nor was I, but I did feel like I was using alcohol as a way to unwind. And as a mindset coach, I was thinking if I need, need a drink, to, to be relaxed, 
am I really doing my job properly? So it was really kind of a test for my body. Like, can I relax myself without any wine? And don't get me wrong, I love wine. Like I, I'm like, uh, Napa is still on my bucket list. So okay. we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I think that it's great to have it as an experience, but for me at that point in my life, I just needed to say, I, I don't need to drink anymore. I need to be a non-drinker. Mm-hmm. So for the very first time, I so after I made that decision, I never thought about drinking. Like I just didn't, it wasn't, I just decided I didn't drink anymore. So I didn't think about it. I didn't, when people would come and bring the drink thing to the table, I would say, no, thanks. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I'll take a seltzer water or whatever with lemon and lime. And it was never a thought, but it's funny because people would ask me, well, why did you quit drinking? And I'm like, because I don't need it, but I wanted to really see if I didn't need it. But when I went back to Colorado, it was the first time in a year. Now it's almost been a year that I had thought about having a drink. And I was like, what's that about? Hmm. So we were like literally driving through my hometown. So I grew up in Boulder Basically from like age, I would say from birth to 25, I was probably in that area, but like I went to school from age 12 till I graduated in Boulder. And when we go home, we spend a majority of our time there and driving around town. And we, we used to party a lot, like in high school, that's kind of what you did. You go up to the seat to see you Boulder, the Hill, and you hang out with the college kids because you're really cool in high school. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with the college kids, have a drink. And I found myself asking, why am I, why am I wanting to have a drink? And what I realized is I had been triggered by old subconscious thinking, automatic habits in that area, driving around my old stomping grounds, you know, I was like, man, those wires run deep. Mm. And it wasn't like, oh God, I have a drink now. It was just like, it popped into my brain and I hadn't had a desire at all in this entire year. So isn't that strange? Like just the trigger. Being... Oh, it is. It's, 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 I could totally relate to you here because on a couple levels, one, I, I used to be a two pack a day smoker. Wow. So um, it wasn't until, it, it wasn't until breathing became important for me. You know, I was going through like the largest primatine mist to open up my lungs and I would go through one of those a week just so I could wow. keep smoking. So my, it was just the weirdest oh. cycle. Right. Yeah. Um, but I decided to quit. And then it is like, no, I don't smoke. You know, I, I'm a non-smoker. And and I don't even identify with that. But it is interesting how when you start thinking about the, the different things of, okay, so what do I do instead? Who do I need to be right. instead? And where are those conditions? So you start to, if you need to be in and around conditions that have those little triggers, you know, you know what what's your plan? <laughs> you know, yeah. but sometimes it you is the mindset. Sometimes it is the mindset sort of things, but you know, when there, I did have an addiction, so there would be those cravings and those things. So it was, it was a tough transition, but uh, it became a a really healthy one. The other thing that you said was the, I'm going to, I'm going to test this out. I do that. That's what I've done over just a long way with the health and fitness stuff. Um, I was a person that did not like vegetables. I grew up hating vegetables, gagging down. I mean, take a bite and try to chug the thing down. And I was like, hope it's not going to come back up in my glass and all this stuff. And man, I'm sure you guys have turned off the podcast audio by now with that vision. But um, it was, I got to a point where, is that true? Do it, am I, do I hate vegetables? I'm going to test this out for 30 days. So I, I would always 
anything that I was going to challenge myself or see and or to dispel, um, I would give myself 30 days and adjust accordingly, you know. And so that maybe that's but that resonated with me when you said, I don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna see. But yeah. I identify myself as this now. I think that's I think that's really key because I think sometimes people will dabble tip and just constantly looking for what I've called and maybe I don't know where I learned this from. Maybe it's Bob Proctor. I don't know, but looking for an escape hatch, mm. you know, constantly going. Yeah. But I know that I've, there's always a self sabotaging moment, or I know that it's like I'm, I'm I can't wait to get off this thing because I'm on this thing right now that I'm on this kick, and so. I think that identity thing, and maybe you elaborate a little bit more, but that identity thing was, no, I'm a person who exercises. I'm a, I'm, I'm a person who doesn't drink. I'm a person, you know, it, that's who I am now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny that you talk about smoking. I was a smoker as well, mm. a pack a day. I, there mm. was probably a point in my, yeah, I was going to say, I was probably not quite to two packs mm. on a stressful day, maybe, mm. but um, smoking was like my, it was like my best friend for a while. Like, that's what I did when I was bored. It was when I was hungry, when I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I can't even begin to explain the times that I smoked. And, and I was watching my grandmother die. Mm -hmm. Like she had COPD, she had emphysema and I was questioning, do I want to still continue smoking? Watching her die. It was like, and, and then she actually passed away of a stroke, like within there was like this period that I went through that I was like, I should probably quit. Cause I was dating this new guy and I was like, okay, this is kind of gross. Like I could tell that I smelled, you know, that, that you just know. And then he told me he had a daughter, which now I don't know if you've guessed or not, but this is my now husband ah. told me he had a daughter. And that was literally like what shifted my mindset then, which I didn't know anything about my mindset back then. Really. Um, I knew, but I didn't really know. Um, and I was like, man, I cannot be the one who's going to introduce her to smoking. If she doesn't, obviously she probably had been exposed to it, but I didn't want to be her, her model for it. I didn't want to be the reason why she might pass away. Like my grandma did, you know, like all of a sudden, I think my motherly instincts kicked in and I was like, okay, I can't. So I, I did like, I did like you, I decided I was going to be a non-smoker, but I did take some, some things to help me get through that first two weeks. Cause it's like really bad. I mean, it's like worse than I've heard. I've never done heroin, but I've heard it's worse than heroin that like when you withdraw from nicotine, it's bad. So I don't know if it was that way for you, but it I was, it was weird. It was just a, a big shift. It was necessary, yeah. but it was, it, but I, I can see how people give it up and easily go back. You know, yeah. it's, it's a very, it, it's just easier to not have to go through that, you know, as you're, as going through it, but getting through the riptide, <laughs> if you can get yeah. through that current um, and keep going, you know, it's well, totally and to it. take that and kind of link it to mindset. I will say this, something that I've learned about myself is I do have addictive behavior. Um, it can, I can be addicted to bad things, good things. It doesn't matter what it is. When I find something and I get focused, then I'm like, this is mine. I got it. But I would say that with smoking, what I had to do with myself over the years, and I was doing it, we call it conscious, un unconsciously competent. Mm -hmm. I would tell myself, so when I would have a moment where I'd be like, I really want to smoke. And I wouldn't know why I didn't, I didn't dive into my emotions because I was only 20 something. Right. So I didn't care about my emotions, 
I just cared about looking good and, and like not wanting to pick up another cigarette. So I would ask myself, well, how long has it been since you quit smoking? I mean, it is funny because it's still the research thing. How long has it been? What benefits have I gotten? So I would research and this, I think we had Google. I don't think we called it Google back then. It was probably like, get on the internet, the World Wide web. Uh-huh. And this is probably dating myself. Cause I, now that I'm thinking about it, it was like right when the internet was kind of just becoming a thing where you could like research stuff. And so I would look up how, how, what benefits do you have after 24 hours? What benefits do you have after two weeks? What benefits after a year, seven years? And I would look at what my body would look like if I made it to those benchmarks. So, and not like physically look, but like, look like inside internally, what, what am I gaining? Right. Yeah. So and I think that that kind of is exactly what we do when we think about who we want to become, the identity of the person who doesn't do the things that we do now, mm-hmm. that we want to do something different. What benefits does that person have? So if I'm a person who has never exercised, let's just use exercise because this is pretty common. Mm-hmm. And I want to start a new exercise program, but I don't really have the motivation because I don't really necessarily care about how I look in a bikini or, or swim trunks, but I want to like feel better. And I, I kind of want to like be stronger. Then I'm going to suggest to that person, well, maybe what you should do is look up the benefits of working out for 30 days. What are the benefits? More oxygen, better sleep, better mood, uh, less anxiety, less depression. We haven't even talked about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might go, okay, if I did this for 60 days, what am I going to benefit after 60 days, Mm. then after a year, then after two, you know, like, so we start to look at the end result in five years from now, if I work out every single day, let's just even say for 20 minutes, what kind of person am I at five years? What kind of lifestyle do I lead? I probably have less bad habits. So I have more money, right? I eat better. So my body looks better and it feels better. So like, there's all these things that we can go through and decide now not having been the person that has worked out yet, but we can decide like, wow, if I'm that person in five years, what kind of benefits am I going to like reap from all of these seeds that I'm sowing now? Yeah. So yeah, I just, yeah, I could relate this to like everything. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We were having those conversations last night and, um, you know, and <laughs> starting to, you know, I think the, you talked about the unconsciously competent I think that's what I started doing when I made the actual decision, the committed decision, you know, not the, I'm going to see if this sticks decision, but I'm, I'm, I'm going on. And it was, it was just to start for 90 days. I'm going to test this thing out, um, see where it goes, but I have to believe, you know, so I took a couple elements that out of it that I was like, okay, I'm not going to um, worry about stepping on the scale every day to see if I drop 10 pounds each day, because at the, at that time, that was, I, I looked at the things that took me out of the game. I said, you know what? I, after an hour commute home, I always needed to sit and unwind after a long day of teaching that then to get myself motivated. I'm like, is that really true? So, right. okay, let's do this. I, I've got to take responsibility because now I wanted to get in shape. I want to lose some weight and I'm looking for quick fixes. You know, it's like, what's on the, what's on the diet pill shelf? What, what are the, are there any uh, procedures out there that, you know, maybe my wallet can afford, you know, all these yeah. things. And I realized, you know what, you got yourself into this, you need to take responsibility out of it. Because if you had a magic wand, and you got to where you wanted tomorrow, what actions would you do? Or who would you be to to keep that going? 
And unless I had an answer for that, it would be, I would go back to the old habits and probably be in the same place I'm in today. So I needed to draw that line. And so I realized it just do today. And, and so I got rid of the sitting and relaxing time and I just got right at it every time I got home. And all I did was put an X on the calendar. One line represented I showed up for my workout, even when I didn't want to. And the other one was I ate as healthy as possible. You know, it, it what didn't mean that I obsessed on every weighing stuff and I was still learning, but that's all I needed to do. I showed the X meant I showed up that day and my it. goal, I'm going to run 90 days straight. And I did. And then, then there's all of the abs. I'm going to call those the, the things that you talked about with the researching. Uh-huh. Those would have been abstract to me. Those were kind of the things that you put into the visualization and into the screen of your mind. But you're like, that would be crazy cool. But I haven't been there in so long. I don't remember what it feels like at that time. But I want that back. And so it was, it was, it was, it was kind of this, this run and then paying attention along the way. So that all of a sudden it clicked. Oh, this is a lifetime thing. This is, this isn't like, okay, I'm on this thing. So that at the end, because a lot of times people do that I'm getting ready for a wedding, getting ready for a reunion, getting ready for this. It was like, you just projected out five years in what you just said. I don't know that a lot of people do that, but why not? Right. Is it so far out? Is it so far fetched? And even if you don't even hit the mark, what sort of growth and amazing things will happen along the way and what sort of doors will open for you along the way if you're paying attention right. who was I listening to the other day I think it was a Bob Proctor seminar on YouTube where the guy was like you know what all the time I was either paying attention to just the wall or the door that was closed when there was all these open doors behind me to, to be able to these opportunities yeah and it, when you start paying attention on and looking at the journey and constantly staying on the journey and saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going for this goal. I know there'll be obstacles. Yeah. You know, it'd be silly to think that, you know, I could go down the rapids and not think that there's going to be rocks and trees and all this stuff. And it's just going to be a smooth flowing current, you know? So well, anyway, I think that, um, when you talk about that, <clears throat> that made me think about, I made somewhere in my, my notes to talk about this exact subject is that, um, the biggest mistake that people make is, when they make the decision and they say, I want to be this person. So let's relate it to not just exercise and fitness, but also money financially, um, spiritually relationship wise. I mean, like a lot of marriages are suffering right now. And I think, um, a lot of it has to do with us seeking more fulfillment within ourselves because we can't really be a fully attentive partner when we're not even attentive to our own needs. So, um, we can't give love unless we're receiving love. And and it is important to have that connection because I know we were going to talk a little bit about connection, but yeah. people make this decision and they want to do all these things. They want to travel more. They want to have more money. They want to have a relationship. They want to have the job. But the problem is when they make that decision and they write down their desires and they, they want to go for something and they want to change who they are to become that thing or that person that has all those things, the moment that they start to get tired of day 86 and they're like, man, I got four days left. I don't really think I've come as far as I think I should have. They, they start to judge it, right? They start to look at where they've come, not looking at it as like, wow, look at what I did. They start to pay attention to, I'm not where I think I should be. Yeah. 
And then the idea changes to, well, if I'm not where I'm supposed to, where if I'm not where I think I should be, then I must've done something wrong. Therefore I can never complete that thing that I'm trying to, to get to. And then they give up. So they, they might finish the 90 days, but at 90 days they go, yeah, it was great. I worked out for 90 days yeah. or yeah, it was great. I busted my butt and I got all those sales calls in. I made hundred K, but is it enough to keep on that path? Right. The, the assumption that it, that it's still coming to you, but I think people make the biggest mistake by not setting another goal. So once you get close to the end of that 90 days, you've got to start thinking, okay, what am I going to do next? Because What's if you get that 90 days, you're going, Ooh, 90 days is over. So I did this actually just recently. My husband and I decided to do a meditation challenge. We were, we were like, we're going to meditate for 21 days. It's going to be great. So we did it every day. We showed up at 5 a.m. We did it together. We talked about it. We journaled. It was great. And then the 20 ways, 21 days was over and you're we like 20 day 22. We were like, we wanted to meditate, but we didn't know what to do. <laughs> we were like, yeah, exactly. We were like, so here we are in our meditation chairs, looking at each other. And, and then we're scrolling. Okay. What, which meditation should we do? Should we do Bob Proctor's abundance meditation? No, that's too long. Well, should we do something on like connecting with as a couple? So this is a bad, bad, bad thing that people run into all the time. They're like, yeah, this is great. They achieve it. And they forgot to check in and go, what's next yeah. before they finished. Man, you're taking, this is like you and I just right there because that was the thing. And, 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 I, and I, I don't know if I maybe preach this, maybe I just get on a really tall soapbox about it, but it is, it's always what's next at the end, you know, right. I, I think in 30 day blocks, and, um, you know, what do I want to accomplish in the next 30 days? Yeah, still having the bigger, grander vision, right? But it is yeah. as, as closer to the end of that 30 days, or maybe I'm doing a routine, you know, maybe, maybe it's a, maybe it's a course or something, but it is what's next. What can I apply from what I've just learned and what's next? You know, can I challenge myself in a different way? Is it, um, just a, another mindset thing, not always looking at it as like, oh my gosh, another thing. Cause a lot of times people wear this busy badge so proudly right here right here. Busy bags. You know, people like are that. just like, hello, oh, no. hello I am busy. busy. Um, you, you should know. cover that up. So you don't look at it because your, your subconscious mind is seeing that all the time, right? Flip uh, it over. No, it, it, it actually, for the, for this one, it just provides, okay, I'm creating another podcast to help the person that does wear that. And it could be auto programming for me, but I don't look at it that way. Um, yeah. not, my mindset isn't there, but the, <laughs> Just that what's next. I, I love that. Um, and, and there's should be a, a great excitement there. And I know that there's some gaps here. Even even uh, our friend uh, Nadine Piantek has got a great podcast called yeah. What's Next, What Now sort of thing. There are those life transitions that happen. Not, not only just like the 90-day journey, I'm doing some fitness thing or I'm doing uh, you know some sort of mindset or even meditation thing. But there are life moments that happen where all of a sudden it's just like you're expecting to continue on and all of a sudden it's empty nester all of a sudden it's I lost a job all of a sudden it's this thing and there's like this lost now what's next it's it's an unknown foreign thing something that you maybe didn't plan for it's really interesting yeah it's super interesting and you know it's, it's interesting for for my husband and I we're actually we had this discussion I want to say it was yesterday or today um 
we were, so we have a new home and it's beautiful and we love it, but sometimes with a new home comes settling, right? So like, um, you know, and you can relate this to mindset too. If you don't have a firm foundation, if you don't have everything set, then when, when hard things happen, when earthquakes, wind, storm, whatever it is that, that shifts your foundation could be a new job, a new partner, a, a new baby, all these things are like the shift in your foundation, then you can have cracks and you can have settling. Mm -hmm. And for us, the settling is, has been pretty significant with our, our home. So physical reality is we're going to have to correct something. And so we've been kind of working through what are our, what are our options. And so my husband said, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. And I was like, what do you mean? We have to wait and see. I was like, oh my goodness. No, we have to write down how we want to see it. And, and here's the thing, this is, this is the number one kicker for like mindset, being what you want for manifestation, for, for having your desires achieved, write down what you want and be really, really clear. Cause I've written some things that I'm like, Ooh, I wasn't really clear. So I like got what I wanted, but that's not the way I wanted it. So get really clear and then let, but don't be so attached to the way you've written it that when something comes up, that could be an opportunity, you're standing at a closed door mm -hmm. waiting for it to open and didn't even notice the 15 other doors behind you that you could have walked through to have your problem solved like that. So you really just have to write out what you want, be really super clear with the things that you know are a need and then say, okay, well, what would I love? Right? Like Kathleen always says this to us what would you love? And so that's my motto now with my family, with me, every time something hard comes up, I say, well, what would I love? So it's really being aware, conscious and aware and saying, if this is happening to me, I can't change it. So now what can I, what can I do? And not focusing on what you can't do. Cause so many people are like, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I can't go back. And that's great. Can't doesn't do you anything. So what even on the other side of the sheet, <laughs> right? Go to the, yeah, the three, three, three story. Like that's one of my favorite stories to talk about. Story. I, I use it in a lot of my, my workshops. Um, uh, and, and for those of you that aren't familiar, I'm sure we can probably drop a link because I think it's everywhere free. Like, I don't, I think it's everywhere. Wasn't it in chicken soup for the soul. Even I think at some point it had been long ago, might've been, yeah, but, um, we can post, I think I have a link to it. Um, Three, 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 three story is really powerful because it basically is a story about possibility, about writing down the ways that you can and slashing and saying, nope, we're not even going to look at. And if, if those things that we can't do, the impossibilities pop up, we just, okay, yep, we're not going to even entertain it. Mm -hmm. Just swipe it away. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's so powerful what we've been talking about is, you know, the decision of making what you, what you desire clear and then making sure that you have a what's next, make a decision on what you're going, where you're going, but also know when your timeline is starting to get close to mm -hmm. say, okay, it's time to start thinking about my next steps. So I like the 30 day blocks. I think that's like kind of a beach body thing, right? Like, I think, yeah. I don't know if that's a buzzword, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things, you know, I, I, I looked at it as like, you can get a, get your mind around the one month 30, thing, yeah. the 30 day thing. Um, 
So that that's just kind of the way I went about things. Maybe it was programming from those workouts and stuff like that. I have no idea. But, um, you know, a lot of times we're coming in upon the month of April. There it is. You know, what do you want to accomplish? But you know what? You don't have to start. A lot of times there is a little mindset shift with that, too, because your 30 days does not have to start on the first or the first Monday or anything like that. Um, if you're entertaining something that you're like, you really have a strong burning desire to do, like there's sometimes little bit of planning that goes into it, uh, but at least you're get, getting in some action, but delaying things just because you're going to think that life is going to time out well, or the, all this stuff is like, no, as a matter of fact, when you start now and you get all the obstacles that are in front of you, that'll empower you moving forward because more obstacles are going to come up. Um, and, and so you just say, it's like, I'm taking them on head on, but anyway, um, love what you're saying here. Um, any other thoughts on that? Cause I want to talk about this. You told me you're everybody's cheerleader. I love that. I, I am everyone. So that is something, it can be a super great thing, but it, it can also be a super not so great thing when you're trying to achieve your own goals. Right. So I've had to learn how to put myself forward. I think um, my, my, the women in my family are caretakers. So I learned from a long line of women who just, that's what we do. We make meals. If somebody is, is sick, we go help them. If somebody has a dream and, and they're wanting to be on stage and they finally get on stage, we go and we support them at the play. And it's just always been something in my, in my heart, something that I've been taught is when people have good things going in their life, you celebrate them. You, you celebrate people's wins and you collaborate because it's so important for us as, as just a humankind to really encourage one another and lift each other up because we were all meant for greatness. All of us, like there is not one person in this world that I don't believe has something to offer. I think that everyone has a special gift and it doesn't even have to be something that's so huge and fantastic. It could be something as simple as being really good at knitting mm-hmm. and you knit these great hats and then all of a sudden you have, and this is a true story. So I, I threw the hat in there for a reason. Cause we met this woman um, in Colorado. She actually started her business as like knitting these like caps. And I thought, wow, how beautiful is that? That she's turned knitting into her passion. And she now has this little studio. I think it's called um, Aikens. I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of their clothing, but um, it's started as caps. Now they have like hoodies and they have stickers and like, it's, it's Colorado, like ski gear. Um, but she also does a lot of like really great nonprofit things. And I just really love supporting local people. I, I love being the supporting actress in people's like, if I can help, I am there for it. Like, let me know. I'm going to come. If you're going to be singing on stage, I'll be there. If you're going to be doing some competition, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to be your number one fan because somebody needs to have that. Like there are those people out there that don't have family members that cheer them on or they don't have friends that cheer them on. And if I can be the person that can help. Have you always not? done this uh, all, all your life? Um, is that is that like a, a belief that you came up with and it's like, I'm keeping this one. This is one I, I'm going to flourish with. And, you know, <laughs> I think it was actually one that I wanted to change not too long ago. Uh, When I came across Bob's program, I, I, and he started talking about the supporting actress actor role. I was like, Oh, I didn't realize I was doing that on purpose to kind of like set myself aside 
So this this is what I was saying. The other part of I that. I think you're talking movie. about when he says most people are extras in their own movie. Yes, that's yeah. what okay. he says. That, yeah. yeah. So so I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. I was actually jumping in everyone else's big dream to be their cheerleader okay. because I was so afraid to start my own. So uh-huh. I would dim my light and be just bright enough to help someone else. And I do have a strong belief. Like I, when I started mindset, because I wanted to be a coach, I was like, I have a belief that every person I come into contact with is a massive success. That's just my belief. Like I love people to win. And so my kids are fantastic. Like every person that I've ever talked about their business, they flourish. And these are things that I've just built in. And it's something that I'm teaching myself to talk about my own business in the same way, right? To teach yeah. myself my business flourishes. And because I hit kind of like a plateau, I was actually, the, I don't know if you were on the call last week mm. and I had asked Kathleen, she was talking about plateaus herself and she answered my question. I was like, had a question and then I was like, oh, I answered my, she answered my question and now I get it. But I had had a plateau, not because I couldn't take a path that I thought the universe was saying no. It was because I had become afraid again. I had, I had kind of walked back into, because of my, my work from my childhood, I've been doing a lot of childhood work, inner child work. Uh-huh. And I had walked back into that role of dim your light to stay small. So no one notices if you come in the room or go out, but it's like nearly impossible when you've already trained yourself to, to be encouraging and bright it's just natural to shine really bright because when you're cheering other people on people notice like you can't come into a room and and have so much love for all the people in it and not go unnoticed um so i just really i think i found a balance of loving that quality about myself but also knowing when i'm using it to hide Ah. so i don't know if anybody resonates with that yeah. But sometimes we cheerleaders can kind of do that on purpose to avoid our own stuff. Oh, gotcha. It's interesting uh, for sure. And I, I think there's a lot to the celebration thing. Can I share with you just a little a, a dinner party that I went to last week? Yeah, uh, actually, you know, not a lot of people know this through my podcast or whatever. I, I started becoming a, I became a, I didn't start becoming, um, I am a, a podcast mentor. You know, I, I help people launch their world-class podcast. And so new client comes on and, and connecting and he lives very close to where we're at, invited me over for a dinner party. And I thought this was beautiful. And, and the experience was amazing. Um, he said, it's something I want to do once a month. Um, he invited over, I think there were eight of us. All different, you know, c- kind of careers. There, there was some financial, a couple of plan- financial planners there. There were some people that were helping uh, with senior care, um, helping uh, seniors or families with uh, aging parents, you know, find facilities or find resources. There was somebody that was a LinkedIn expert. Um, one lady that was really good at web design and stuff. And when I, he said, the reason, the theme I want to bring here is to celebrate and collaborate. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was so really cool. And we would go around the table and kind of share our celebrations. And, and it wasn't like, Hey, what have you accomplished? It's the end of 2023. What are we celebrating for you? And so it's already, it's like, what are we celebrating? And it wasn't a year out. It was, you know, 10 months out. 
but okay. At the end of this year, what are we celebrating for you? And then we went around and talked and how, what, what's a big ask that you would love to have, you know, that where we could all help lift up each other up and support each other and be each other's uh, cheerleader, a bunch of strangers. Well, I don't want to say a bunch of strangers because a lot of people knew, knew each other, but I didn't know anybody other than a guy that I had a conversation with. Um, and I'm excited for his podcast to be launching, <laughs> but it, it's, it's just one of those cool things. When you talked about the cheerleader, um, either celebrating and just somebody knowing that you're there with your energy, lifting them up or even connecting in a mastermind or even just a group of people at a dinner um, or even just a, a, a nonprofit or somebody, where, where can you be there for somebody to right. share the amazing energy that you have? And, and I like that, you, you know, how you recognized when you were using it to hide. I mean, there, there are some things we can leverage one way or another, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that that's really the superpower too. We haven't even really talked on this and there's so much that I think you and I have so much knowledge in um, that, that we could probably talk for hours. But I think one thing that I really do want to make sure that we touch upon is every single thing that you have within you is a superpower, whether you see it that way or not, it's going to either be something that is breaking you down and making you less than, or it's something that's going to be building you up but it's all in how you decide that you see it. So I could very easily say I am an extra in everyone's movie. Woe is me. I'm not successful because I never put myself first. Or I could say I get to be an extra in other people's movies and I get to see so many people win, but I also know when to put myself forward, right? We have to switch the language. I think the language is so key People don't often pay attention to how they talk to themselves or their inner critic, what that person's saying. And I think for me, that was where my biggest inner transformation this last year, I had done the mindset work and I was doing the auto repetition. I was really doing things to change my inner, but I wasn't really paying attention to the other noises that were already inside there. So we can very easily reprogram ourselves and reprogram our patterns and our minds, and we can reprogram our subconscious mind. But if you're not paying attention to the other things that are already programmed, they're not going to go away unless you acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Like that was the thing that really hit me the hardest last year. Um, And probably wasn't too long after I met with you, I went to a retreat and it was like, okay. Yeah, it was so oh, right. Remember, oh, so I, re- is- I knew that you were going to, I just didn't know if you did. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I did, I actually, I manifested this. So Perry and I talked about, and I think this is so cool too. We talked about this retreat that I wanted to go on and they had pushed me out and it was like, I think Jan, I don't remember all the dates now, but it was like December or January. They were pushing me way far out. And I was like, no, I need this now. It's got to happen soon. And I, I didn't even have like a intake call. Like you have to have this, like, like it's like an onboarding process where you have to talk to them. And that appointment was like two or three weeks out. And I was like, no, Perry and I were talking, we were in spirit. We were encouraging each other. And I was like, no, this is it. And, and I think you even asked me when, when are they, when are you going to go in? Yeah. And, and I was, I was like, I'm, I'm going in next month. And then I think I said, and she's going to call me today or tomorrow. I don't remember what I said. It was soon. It was like, you're going to tell me that happened. Oh, that's awesome. It did happen. Nice. I mean, of course it did. I literally like the very next day, I think it was a day later. 
I was walking in to get my nails done. That's something that I choose to do for myself that helps me feel really connected and, and cared for. And I had slot. I, so normally I don't have free time. I usually have it all slotted out. And so I had this nail appointment. It's probably one of the only things that I would slide in something really important like that and like push out of the way, like nail appointment, you can always go later. So she literally calls me as I'm walking into the door. So I had said to the woman, if you get a cancellation on any of the counselor's desks, because they're, they're counselors that do this retreat and I'll explain what it is. But she, I said, if anybody gets a cancellation for their phone call, put my name, a sticky note on every single counselor's screen. I want to be the first one to be called. And she was like, well, you have to be available like right then. And, and I was like, I will be at, trust me, universe has got my back. So I'm like thinking in my head, wow, I'm really demanding a lot of things. Like I was starting to feel a bit like facetious. I was like, okay, calm down a little bit, Cassie. And then I was like, wait, no, as long as I'm not expecting it and like going to be disappointed, it's okay. I can ask for these things, but if it doesn't happen, that's okay. So I worked myself through it. The next day I'm walking into the nail salon, phone rings, and it's one of the, the, the ladies, the lady counselors. She's like, I have a sticky note here on my, my computer screen saying that I'm to call you if I get a cancellation. And I was like, yes, that's me. That's right. So, you were to call me. What you were going to call five right. minutes ago. What took you so exactly. long? <laughs> She's like, do you have 45 minutes to an hour? And I'm like, I sure do because I had a nail appointment and let me just let them know that I'm not going to make it. And so I turned right back around. I got my nails done the following day. I have no big deal, right? Something I could move. And I took the call and she said, well, we don't have anything available until like December, January. They put me on the thing. And I was like, well, I'm fully expecting for you to call me and get me in sooner. And she was like, we don't usually ever get people to cancel. Like this thing is six months out. People really love this program and it's very popular. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But I'm expecting you to call sooner. And she was like, really? Like, okay. I'm sure she thought I was a strange person. Like, but once they met me, they totally understood like that week and got to know me, but um, it's this beautiful program. So you basically spend the equivalent of a hundred hours of counseling. So it's like talking through all of your childhood trauma, talking about your past, things that really didn't feel nurturing and supportive. And I mean, there were things in there that I, I shared that I was like, wow, I didn't really even realize I was holding it. So I got to spend five days in this retreat and, um, we, we have groups that we talk in and I, quite frankly, I thought I was going to go in there and it was going to be like Skittles and rainbows and like blowing bubbles and everything was going to be fantastic. And we were going to find our inner selves. And what I didn't realize is I was going to have to go through all the negative inner talking first. And that was really uncomfortable. And so that leads me to another point is that if you're not, if you're too comfortable, you're not growing, right? Like in order for us to have a growth mindset, we have to get uncomfortable. And that was really uncomfortable for me. But the amount of growth in my spirit, in my physical being, in my mind, I can't even put into words how much I grew just in that short week. Almost to the point where like, you know how when you have growing pains and it's painful, I don't know if you did when you were a kid, I'm, I'm almost six foot. So when my legs grew, they grew fast and it was painful wow. and I have stretch marks from it, which I have come to love, but, um, growth is painful sometimes and, and it doesn't last for very long, but it definitely is something that you have to go through. And then once you're on the other side of it, you're like, man, it's so amazing. 
So no doubt. Cassie, it has been really great to have you on here. Now, I, I just want to say there are so many other things I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Would you consider coming on a, another episode and maybe we could talk about the, the parenting stuff and the cookbook things oh, yeah. and the, the other things that you're doing? Um, speaking of that, you would. Oh, very, very cool. I, of course yeah. you did. Did I write that down that Cassie will come? Yeah, you, right. I was going to say, is it written down? Yeah, it's actually, probably on a sticky note somewhere. Um, yeah. Let me let me ask you this. Um, is there there's something that you're working on right now that uh, that either people can learn more about you or even be a part of your community and your energy? Would, would you care to take a little moment to share yeah, what that is? Absolutely. So I actually have a course that yeah. was supposed to start last week. This is so funny too because I I had been pushing around the date. I was trying to find like something really magical. And things were just not aligning. And so I just was like, okay, the universe is showing me it needs to be moved a little bit. But, um, and then you had messaged actually. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause if I go on the podcast and I've already pushed the date back, then, you know, people who still want to get in, cause I had quite a few people that messaged and like, I think I missed the deadline for the, the course. So the course is called all in, all and in. it's really about being all in, right? Like I think so many times we're talking about like the dabbling, so many people dabble and I want to teach people how not to dabble anymore and to just be all in, in everything you do. And I know some people are thinking, I don't want to be all in with anything like that. Just sounds like a lot of work. It just sounds overwhelming, mm. but it's actually the complete opposite because we get to be so caught up in our lives that we forget that if we just go all in on one thing at a time, mm-hmm. that's all we need. So, um, I went all in on this course. I actually kind of pushed aside all of my, my writing. I'm, I've got several books that I'm hoping to have published by the end of the year. Um, I'm going to be working with a publisher actually on the, so I've got some children books, children's books that will be coming out. Um, and then some other, like, I'm not sure I even can call it a workbook as much as it's more of like a folder, like a, it's like organization tool, something that I created for myself that because I have so many things going on, I wanted to be able to easily find my stuff. So I have that going as well. But um, I wanted to get the course out first because it, it was really something that I've been passionate about for a while to share the things that I've done to empower myself, to create a routine, mm-hmm. um, to really find a way to balance your life, to have the feminine and the masculine. We didn't even really talk about that either. Um, you know, the masculine and the feminine, spiritual, spiritual and the a- action, all these things that we talk about. But this course is going to be so transformative. Ah. I mean, I feel like I'm so excited to be a part of so many people and their story, like the beginning of their, the beginning of their end, right? Like it's really what it's about is looking to that end result. And so it's going to be a 12 week course where we actually will learn. You'll get two, two um, classes a week. One will be me teaching the actual material. Oh, and nice. then the second teaching will be on something else. Um, and it's actually going to be like surprise each week. I have a, a plan, but I want people to just show up and not Pop know. Lesson. Nice. Yes. Like it just, it's going to be nice. so fun. So two lessons a week. And then at the end of your 12 weeks, you'll get to stay with me for an additional 12 weeks and we'll work through whatever projects you've picked because uh, there may be projects you've already completed in the time that we've gone through the first 12 weeks of just learning. And then what, what are we going to work on moving forward and practicing embodying that material? Because so many people 
go through a course and then they never actually use it, you know? Yeah. So who might this be for and what sort of transformation might a person expect by the end of the 12 weeks? So um, originally I made it for the busy, um, overwhelmed mom who has a lot of kids stuff going on, right? Hello, I'm busy. But it really isn't just for moms. I I think I created it because I am a busy mom or was. I'm a productive mom now. Um, But I made it for the person who thinks that they have too many things going on and they can't get to their dreams. You know, they, they need to find that slot, find that magical space to be able to step into their power and step into their dreams. So it's really for people who are looking to complete some sort of goal that they've been trying to achieve, whether it's, it's physical, you know, exercise, fitness, it could be someone who's got a business that they've been wanting to start up, but they're not sure about, you know, starting it. Um, and, and maybe you just want to get some sort of organization order of the mind. It's really for the person who has the busy mind, the distracted all over the place person who needs to have a centered space to be able to find their all in. This is great. Yeah. Um, I just did a podcast episode on this very thing going all in because sometimes, and for, for you, uh, I, I want to, whoever's watching or listening to this, all in does not mean the same thing as all or nothing. And a lot of times people think that. And when all or nothing mindset, it's very fixed. It's very, I'm like either going in and uh, if and anything drown. goes wrong, I fail. Right. Um, going all in on yourself there there's there's a there's going to be a belief set system and a belief set of of uh awesome dose of belief that i know cassie will deliver in this yes. so where, where can they go to find out more on that so i will actually give you the link where they can connect with me i have a link through my website that you can actually just go in fill out your contact information and then just say send me more info and and i will make sure that my team gets in contact with whoever is interested um but it's it's going to be starting March 31st. Um, so we, today's the 23rd. So we have about seven, eight days where they can okay. still get signed up, but it's not going to be where if you get in a little bit late, that's okay because okay. you'll be able to replay the the lessons. So, so somebody some could come in if, should they be yeah. listening to this a few weeks from now? They was like, Hey, you know, it's no problem. We you exactly. Can, you can, you maybe didn't catch the live, but you're still going to get the content. You're still going to get the great stuff. Okay. We'll drop the links to that in the show notes links link. Um, but where can, can people find out more about you somewhere? Uh, Instagram yes. website, anything like that? So I have a, a website, which is actually, we're going to be rebranding it, but it still has some information so they can still go to it. Um, www.fit. F-I-T dash ovation. So like motivation, but fit ovation, O-P-A-T-I-O-N.com. And you can learn about what I do there. I, you know, I don't think we even touched on half the things that I do. I'm also a chef, a dance fitness instructor, like uh, you name it. I've probably done it. I'm a Cassie of all trades. I think we talked about that a little bit. Cassie of all trades. (laughs) So um, yeah, you can visit my website. I'm also on Instagram. Um, I'll give you all my, my links and, and maybe we can put them in the, the hashtag I have link tree. So we could probably just do that. And I'm on YouTube, um, Facebook. I'm on every social platform except for Twitter. I haven't really mastered Twitter. I, I know people use it, but I haven't mastered it. Um, and TikTok. I'm, I'm working at getting better at being present on TikTok. So yeah, there's lots of places you can find me and just reach out too. If you have any questions, message me on Instagram or Facebook. 
Yeah. Um, I always make sure that I respond to those myself. I, I don't actually use a VA at this point. I like to talk to people. And um, as you can tell, we've had such great conversation. It's my favorite thing to do is to talk to people about their dreams and, and what we're all doing. So yeah. Such a gem of a podcast and so many gold nuggets in here. Should anybody, if you went and actually, if you're here at the end, congratulations, you made it all the way through. Um, But well worth going, even if if you watch this, going through the audio version, whatever, there's so many nuggets in here to to go and just replay again. Uh, Repetition. I mean, that's that's some of the, the, the best things that you can do with uh, shifting your mindset, having that inner transformation to, you know, reach the dreams that you want. So excellent, Cassie, anything else before we head off in this? Wild so I wanted, I wanted to share yeah. one quote oh, okay, cool. Uh, and, and it's like one of my favorite authors. So I know we talked about books. So this is the other thing I'm really good at is reading oh. books. I, I love, I'm a book nerd and um, nerd is actually a, a term of endearment for me. I, I'm like, if I call myself something in that specific genre it's because I'm I'm really loving it so um, one of my favorite authors is Neville Goddard and he said your mind is always arranged in the image of all you believe and consent to as true and so what that means is however you think of yourself whatever image that you're holding in your mind about who you think you are that is who you're going to become or who you already are and it can be changed at any point in time so don't ever feel like you're stuck with whatever version of yourself that you are. People say to me all the time, yeah, I don't think I can change that though. I think I'm stuck. Like, this is just who I am. I I don't believe that. And, and it would behoove you to have that belief as well, to say, I believe that it's possible to change into something that I really desire to be. That's all we have to do is just That's change true. the belief. Yeah. Are there like one or two books that you would recommend that somebody was oh, like, yeah. oh gosh, if I was, if I was just going to start to gosh, even get, even shift a little bit of my belief. Yeah. Um, so besides I, your course, of course. So, right. The course, the course would be ideal because then it's really one-on-one work and we can really, you know, specialize down into whittling. What are you really thinking about yourself? Then you're taking action on something going yes. into a book. You can read it and you can still hide. Right. <laughs> still, right. still not even take action on things. So yeah, yeah that, that's not really why I read books. No, I'm just no, kidding. But I think that is how I started is I was like, Oh, I need to read one more book before I start. So if that's you and I'm talking to you and you're, you're saying to me, Oh, I can just read this book. Hmm. You're me. Like three, four years ago, I was reading every book, listening to every podcast, listening to every YouTube, which is great until it isn't. And the sun just came out. So like, I feel like God's speaking. He's just like, hello. So I, there are books that I would recommend. So this, the science of getting rich, I love this one because it's simple. And this is very, I feel like it's less spiritual, more mechanical. Like there's, there's a lot of action things you could do in here. Um, not necessarily giving you like specific activities to do, but it really does give you a, a good once over. But if you're really get, um, this one is Waddle, well, Wallace D. Waddles, Wallace D. So Waddles. Science okay. of Getting Rich. Mm-hmm. And then um, The Power of Awareness, which we were just talking about Neville, Neville Goddard, The Power of Awareness has so many i mean you can see like i just it's like i don't my the sun the is chapters long. are short and they're potent they're yes. they're really really good they're, 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 so good yeah yeah so, and and i honestly that there's something we didn't talk about is like my empowerment ritual one of the things that i do is i will go to books like this and i will just pull out even thinking or rich this is another one 
I will just pull out one page and I'll look for where I've highlighted and made myself a note. Mm -hmm. And that's how I get into spirit is I will literally my old self wrote me a note and I'm like, Oh man, that's so good. Cassie. Great, great thought. Or I'm like, wow, I've grown so much since I wrote that. I don't believe that anymore. Like it's so funny because I'll make myself notes and books. And I'd really encourage you if you're not getting them from the library, write in your book and highlight and, and talk to yourself and tell yourself what you can do to change or what you're working on changing so that when you go back and read that book again, cause you should, then you can go, wow, look how, how much I've grown. Yeah. And then one last one, which this one I wanted to mention because it's on YouTube in full audio for free. So like, this is a two and a half hour, um, listen or in a very short, I think it's like 110 pages. It's really short. Um, but it's called the game of life and how to play it by Florence Scovel Shin. And this was actually written in the early 1900s. And she talks a lot about um, affirmations and how to use your thoughts to increase your your thinking, how to, how to change your thinking. She really has some great tools. So, and we can drop that link in there too for yeah. the, uh, the YouTube. Definitely. Well, thanks so much, my friend, for coming on here. It was like, I can't wait to go back and uh, revisit all the <laughs> great things that we discussed. And- until the next time that we come on, that you come yes. on Power Blast podcast, um, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I just want to say, if you can help anyone, I mean, Perry, you are doing an amazing thing here with your podcast and helping people. I just want to thank you for the gift that you are as a human being with so much to offer. So thank you so much for having me today. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, take care, my friend. Honor and pleasure coming right back at you. And hey. Let's go cheer some people on. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's another Power Blast podcast in the books. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, when you are ready to recharge your battery, make sure you go to talktoperry.com. That's talktoperry.com. That's P-E-R-R-Y. And I want to listen. I want to hear, you know, what's going on. I want to help you in that 15-minute call to recharge your battery and reclaim your power so that you're off and running and creating massive momentum toward your dream. Also, Every day, I am delivering more motivation, support, tips, and strategies inside my free community with amazing people uh, like yourself. And we are conquering the mindset and the fitness. I do 52 weeks of free training in there. Plus, I coach and I mentor people as well as give you access to tons of resources and guides. Just head over to UpsideDownFit.com and you can get into the group. And hey, you would be an awesome friend. If you get over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave an honest rating and review for the Power Blast podcast. It helps awesome people like you find this show even faster. That's all I have for this week. I'll see you on the next Power Blast podcast. And always remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.